the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You are listening to the Live Big Broadcast with Derek Greer. Today, we will hear a classic message that we believe will be a blessing to you. Our goal is to teach God's Word in a way that compels you to live a life that overflows and blesses others. Let's get started. We are in the third part of our series, Beyond Forgiveness, Beyond Forgiveness. So open your Bibles, if you have your Bible, if you're using an iPad, whatever you're using, go to Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1, and as you turn, flip on, or whatever you do, I'm going to pray. Father, we thank you. We woke up this morning, God, and as they say, start us on our way, Lord. I'm so grateful for another day, Lord, to worship you, honor you, and to learn from you. We sit at the feet of your word, and we desire to be changed for our coming here today and our hearing with us, saith the Lord. In Jesus' name we pray, and we all say, Amen. Amen, and thus saith the Scriptures. Ephesians chapter 2. And verse 1, he begins this chapter by saying, and who? You. Who's he talking about? Who's he speaking to? You. He's speaking to the church. You he made alive who were past tense dead. In the scriptures, death or the word dead typically does not mean non-existence. Matter of fact, it never means non-existence it simply means separation or a departure from what once was let's look at the first use of this term in the scripture and and the law of first mention is important here often we 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 find a whole lot about uh, a term by its first use in scripture uh genesis chapter 2 and verse 17 again we're going to look at the first use of this word death or die or dead God said to Adam of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not what eat for in the what day how long is a day 24 hours in the day that you eat of it you shall surely what die now how many of you have had the experience of having a car battery that died while it was in your car but it still existed in your car okay so just because something died doesn't mean it no longer exists. In fact, you have to take out the old battery in order to put in a new and what living battery. Adam and Eve both continued to exist after they ate the fruit. But what happened to them, the part of them that was sensitive and responsive to God immediately 
died. Either that or the Bible is wrong, God was wrong, and it would have been the next day that they died or maybe a few days later. But God said, in the day that you eat the fruit, you shall what? Die. And on that day, they lost their their inner power, their spirit-to-spirit connection to the Father. Ephesians 2 and 13, we're going to skip up, then we're going to move back. Jesus came to reconnect us, that, that, that spiritual connection we lost uh, with the life of God, that we lost with the Father. Jesus, in fact, came back to give back to us. Ephesians 2 and verse 13. But now in Christ Jesus, you who were once afar off, have now been brought near by the blood of who? Christ. So we don't have to climb mountains or cross rivers. You don't even have to come to church to experience God. He is near. He is immediate. He he is accessible to all of his children wherever you are. Now, church is important because corporately we experience God. But I can experience God in my my bedroom and in my family room and while I'm driving my car, while I'm walking down the street. If you ever see me walking a dog, I'm not talking to myself. I'm typically praising and worshiping God even while I walk my dog. You can experience the presence of the living God wherever you are. You see, Eden wasn't so much a place. It was a position. Where, where, Where Adam had nearness and relationship and fellowship. With Abba, Father. I, uh, Psalms 46 and 1 says this. I love this psalm. This psalm comforts me and I read it often before I come to church in the morning. The psalmist says, God is our refuge and strength. A very, say it with me, very. Present help in trouble. My God doesn't just live off in the distant sky. He is, he is near. He, he's accessible. He's with me. Scripture said in, in the New Testament, he's been, we've been brought near by the blood of Christ. This is why we sing songs about the blood. People that don't understand our faith think that's kind of weird. Why are you taking communion? Why are you always talking about the blood? But, but here's the deal. We who once had to stand off at a distance I now have closeness with God beyond words, all because of the blood of Jesus. It's not that we're celebrating blood. We're not in the blood. But it's his blood. It's it's what he accomplished at the cross. The nearness we have because the penalty has been paid. Justice has been satisfied. That's why we sing about the blood. Ephesians 2 and 1. Let's go back. He said you. He's talking to you and I. He made alive. No longer dead. Separated and partitioned. The curtain has been written to from the top to the bottom. We can go into the most holy place. As I said before, the issue is not so much going into the holy place as much as the holiness and the glory of God coming out of us. You he made alive who were dead in trespasses and what? Sin. Sin even before the law has always had a killing effect. It always robs us. It always diminishes us. It always makes us less than before we either uh, conceived it or committed it. In which you once walked according to the course of this world. 
all of us at one time, we lived at the mercy of, of, of the beliefs and the thoughts that were passed down to us by our fathers. But what's awesome, even though we were at the mercy of tradition and, and the various cultures we were born into, God left every man, every woman uh, a human conscience. So in spite of what we learned, in spite of what we were told, now God, God left every man with conscience and we're held accountable to conscience. But, but here's the deal. God didn't take away our conscience. But when we disconnected from God, we lost power to fulfill our conscience. We, we lost the power to live out our conscience. So at every point, even though our mind said we shouldn't, at some point our body did anyway. Even though God put in our heart what we should do, but because of our disconnect with God, all of us, whether it was at 13, 14, 15, so I don't know at what age it was, but, but you knew better. But you didn't do better. Because in you, there wasn't that power, that help that only God in heaven could bring because we were dead and separated from the power and presence of God down on the inside. In which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air. A lot of people very arrogantly, boldly, and proudly say, I'm a free thinker. I just think the way I want to think, and all my thoughts are mine. But a, a French poet once said this. Listen to what he said. He said, the greatest trick the devil has ever pulled off was convincing the world that he didn't exist. And you think you're a free thinker, but all the while you are a puppet. The adversary is pulling your strings and pulling on your biases and, and dealing with your insecurities. And you thought that thought was pure. But really, again, the puppet king had, had got in your ear and in your mind and had moved you to the conclusion you came to. He continued. He said, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience. Satan's daily work is to make you and I unreceptive to the truth. His, his whole aim is to put such emotional blinders on you that, that you don't even think through the things you believe. Talking about, you know, the church is full of hypocrites, but you go to the bar full of hypocrites. You know, all the preachers are crooks, but, 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 but your boss is, you, you helping them be a crook and, and you still going to work every day of the week. We don't think through some of the nonsense we say. And yes, they're hypocrites in the church. They need change. Just like you need change. And the best place for a hypocrite to be is in the church. So he can discover truth. So who's really the hypocrite? Think about it. I mean, really think about it. The, the, the animosity, the, the, the singling out and the bigotry against Christianity in, a, in many segments of our culture today, it can only be explained by spirit because it makes no sense. I mean, other religions do all types of things and, and they're okay. But mention that name. Yeah, I could talk about Buddha. I, 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 can, I could talk about Allah. In fact, there, there, there are universities in this country now that, that want to have, have, have prayers. Uh, so I don't, in fact, I'm, I'm, I'm going to back up. I'm, I'm not going to get into the news right now. But what I am saying is that it seems every other faith 
can be embraced and is tolerated. But when you talk about Jesus, here's the deal. I said I'd be quick, but all of a sudden I'm, I'm starting to go. But you know, in other faiths, most of the wars that are fought are because they're listening to their prophet. But in our faith, whether you talk about the crusades or, or the other inquisition and the awful things that happen, happen in spite of, happen in contradiction to. There's a time in my history, I didn't want to serve a white man's God and he enslaved us and, and them Christians, they, they devils and, and they wicked. But, but no, no, no. The, the slavery in America happened in contradiction to the scriptures that those men and women taught. Matter of fact, if you know your history, you know I was all puffed up and arrogant. The early church in America would not let a slave get baptized. Because if a slave was baptized, that meant they were equal in the eyes and sight of God. Meaning they knew exactly what they were doing. Slavery was not designed to bring pagans and heathens to the faith. It was an economic system. And the Bible said the, the root of all evil is what? The love of money. And money corrupted Christianity in the United States back then and continues to do some corrupting now. Some things will never change. The problem with Christianity is people, not God. <laughs> and the wrong we do is in spite of the love of our Savior. Our Savior never killed a person, never enslaved a person. Never told nobody to wrap themselves in a bomb. Instead, he died. Instead, he was beaten. He was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was placed upon him. He was like a lamb before the slaughter. Silent. The things wrong in the name of Christ that were done have nothing to do with our Christ. They were done in spite of the teaching of our Savior. Verse 3. By the way, this usually happens in the second service. Y'all alive this morning in the prayer. Y'all woke up. Praise the Lord. Maybe it's that extended worship. I don't know. Among whom also we all say all. See, all of us at some point drank from the same Kool-Aid. Nobody is exempt. All of us had certain hatred, ills, and, 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 and peeves against the church, against God. And, and we felt we have had these questions that nobody could, could answer. But, you know, without the help of the Holy Spirit, we, we, we are like uh, the blind, blind women trying to comprehend color. Without the hope of the Holy Spirit, we're like deaf men trying to communicate to others what sound is like. Without the Holy Spirit's help, we are bigoted. We are biased. We are against without really even understanding why. You know, I was against so many things until I read the book for myself. He said, we all once conducted ourselves, all of us, no one's exempt. In the lust of the flesh, 
fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the what? Mind. We were all governed by our bodies and souls. Why? Because we had no light in our spirits. So the reason people are walking in darkness is because of the light or the darkness in their soul and and, and the the craving and lust of the flesh because God has not reached and turned back on the light. In the garden, the light went out. And once we come back to Christ, what he does, he is the light of the world. He goes in on the inside and begins to illuminate and he turns back on the light that went dim and, and we stop acting like just soulish people. And we start living as spiritual men and women. Amen. The Bible said the entrance of his, his word bringeth light. And the more light we have, the more light we can walk in. Now watch this. This is the, the, the most important point I want to get to this morning. And we're by what? Nature. It's bad enough to be separated from God because of individual sins and, and, and trespasses. But to be on the wrong side of God because of your, your very nature? Now, I could maybe bleach my skin. I might be able to bald my, my hair. Maybe if I had surgery, I could make myself shorter or taller. But I could never change my nature. Humanity was hopeless. But what's awesome about the Gospels, we weren't helpless. You hear what I'm saying? We were not helpless. There is a help we know. And we were by nature children. By nature. Children of wrath. What is this wrath? It's God's righteous response to to everything unjust, everything harmful, everything unholy. Humanity was a constant thorn in God's side. Yet still, he allowed the sun to rise and set in each of our lives. Just to look at us, hurt him and wounded him. But he, was, he let us breathe. He let us walk. Though we blaspheme, he let us talk. You hear what I'm saying? Though we conceived things that were so contrary to, to what he designed us for, he still let us have minds to, to imagine and, and think. See, you may make, and we've done this, and, and I did a little research, and, and it's becoming a fad. People are making pig's pets. And I have no problem with that. If you're into to pigs, you know, that, that's your thing, and, and all, all's good. But, but what I, I found... As in spite of the fact that the pig is all dressed up and the pig lives in the house, the pig still snorts, the pig still roots, the pig still goes through the garbage can, eats everything in sight. Put as much makeup as you want on the pig, it's still a pig. Keep that up for a moment. See, this is what a lot of us do. We come to the church and put on makeup. But there hadn't been a change on the inside. (laughs) We wonder why he's not receiving our praise and worship. Because them that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. 
It's not enough to put makeup on the pig. God wants to reach down on the inside and change the nature of the pig. Please take the picture down. <laughs> Second Peter 1. In verse 3. His divine power has given to us, us, all things that are pertinent, relevant, that pertain to life and what? Godliness. Everything we need to live powerful lives was placed in us when God changed our nature and when we were born again. Am I in the book? But watch this. Here's the caveat. Through the knowledge of him. Here's the problem. If we don't know our inheritance, we won't stop the devil from stealing our inheritance. If I don't know or didn't know that perhaps my, my parents or grandparents left me a quarter million dollars, I wouldn't know to go claim it. And here's a tragedy across the United States. There are insurance companies that have money to give that has never been claimed. Why? Because they couldn't get in touch with the recipients. But the purpose of church every Sunday is for God to get in touch with the recipients. For you to hear a message of your inheritance. For you to discover what has been yours all the time and to claim it for yourself. Who called us to be beat down and defeated. No. By glory and what? Virtue, everything God has done and will do from us for us comes out of his goodness and his kindness. But verse four is the important point. We were here last week. By which we have been given to us exceedingly great. The great the Greek word here is mega. Mega. We have mega promises. The word means too big to even fathom. Too big to even number. You, you can't really put words on, on the promises that God has given. I mean, the past to just talking about that something you got to experience to fully understand. It says exceedingly mega and precious promises. These promises that we cover every week are more precious than all the gold and silver in the world. More, more, more precious than the oil reserves in Saudi Arabia. More precious than, than anything we could ever imagine. More precious than the cure for cancer, HIV, poverty, and every other terrible thing on this, in this, the, 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 this world. That through these, not a government plan, but a government plan. That through these, you may be partakers of the divine nature. Our essential problem is not a behavior problem. It is a problem of our nature. Do you hear me? It's not about our behavior. It's about our nature. Get the nature changed. The behavior changed. Jesus didn't come to forgive us for being pigs. He died to change us from pigs to make us sons. 
Ephesians 2 and 3. Stay with me. And we were by nature. I couldn't get away from it. It had nothing to do with black, white, male, female, Gentile, Jew. Nothing to do with any of those things. We were by nature, by virtue of our humanity and our connectedness to the original man. And some people say, it's not fair that, that, that Adam passed down to us what got on him. Well, let me tell you something. The answer of the gospel is also unfair. As Adam passed sin, through faith in Christ, he passed righteousness. If the fall happened through the trespass of one man, how much more will we receive the abundance of righteousness through faith in the one man, the second Adam, Christ Jesus? I'm preaching good. I know you're quiet because I'm thinking, and it's okay for you to be that way. But I feel like shouting. And we were by nature children of wrath, just as the other. That's, don't get all proud. And they all dumb. All the world's so stupid. You would just like them. Love them. <laughs> and try to reach them. But verse 4. We were by nature hopeless. But God. These two words, little three-letter words, combined, explain the gospel better than any of the two words I could think of. Stay with me for a moment. We're going to read Genesis 50 and verse 20. Joseph said this about his brothers. As for you, I'll paraphrase you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good. This has been a classic edition of the Live Big Broadcast with Derek Greer, pastor of Grace Church in Dumfries, Virginia. We pray that you join us tomorrow as we continue this teaching. Our prayer is that this teaching from God's Word strengthens and inspires you to live a life bigger than yourself. So remember, you can access this message and much more for free at gracechurchva.org. And we also invite you to join the Grace Church family for service online by connecting on our website or on YouTube at Grace Church VA TV. That's our time for today. Until next time, remember, you have what it takes to live big. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.